Good morning. Uh, one thing that stands out from Colossians 2 is how Paul warns against the ways of this world that comes at us by way of words, arguments, and traditions. Verse 4, that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. Verse 8, no one take you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world. Verse 15, the rulers and authorities. Verse 16, no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink. Verse 18, no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind. Verses 20 and 21, why do you submit to regulations, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, according to human precepts and teachings? And verse 23, promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body. And some of these things we can't directly relate with now, but some others we can. Because are there not arguments, philosophy, and traditions that can cause us to submit to those things more than what the Word of God says? There are assumptions people make of what Christianity should be like, how church should look like, the limited role God has um, as authority over our lives, or even what social issues the church should get involved in and how much. Much of that is not based on the Word of God. Instead, it's by human tradition and preferences, and the end result is that it's going to weaken the faith and distract us from the greater mission that we have. Thinking about how we're planning new churches again and how serving at our church, um, everybody serving is the norm. I mean, all of that is out of what scripture tells us, to go and make disciples of all nations and how you are an ambassador, a royal priesthood, a minister of reconciliation. Or there's a call to take heart, to meet together every day, to love one another, to join in a life of suffering for the gospel. I mean, it's all straight out of scripture. But that's not how we see Christianity being lived out around us where people don't read God's word or don't commit to any body of Christ or to serve or to evangelize. You can look at surveys and just see all that data there. And so what Paul says is very relevant because if we're not careful, we can end up succumbing to these words, falling to social norms of what's socially acceptable for our day today. And the end result is that our faith is weakened in exactly the way Paul warned us against. Verse 1, no wonder Paul is so involved in this great struggle that the Colossians would not fall prey to this. It seems harmless, but it is in fact destructive. What Paul labors toward is that, verse 2, their hearts may be encouraged, knit together in love, reaching the full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. Verse 5, rejoicing to see their good order and, and the firmness of faith in Christ. Verse 6, Walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, abounding in thanksgiving. Verse 10, filled in Christ, head of all rule and authority. Verse 12, raised with him through faith. And verse 13, made alive together with him. And everything is about focusing on Jesus, not moving past him, but being built up in him, filled with him, made alive and raised with him. That's where everything we do should move us towards. So as we have opportunities, not just through today's text, but in our reading of God's word, through messages, reflections, how we relate to one another, and even our motivations behind our serving God this summer, let's let that all be undergirded by this goal of getting deeper in our relationship with Jesus, holding fast to the head, knowing that we grow only as he directly nourishes us.